0: Hey guys, and welcome to Season 3 of the Us People Podcast. I'm your host Rox and in this season, I get to make my guests laugh, cry, and even make them think about life a little differently, with the questions I fire over to them, which digs into their lives and professions a little differently. We even had a chance to change up the intro, giving you a fresh, new sound. I look forward to sharing Season 3 of the Us People Podcast with you. Let's go.
1: Hi, my name is Genevieve Vasconcelos, and I'm a sustainable fashion designer. And you're listening to the Ask People podcast with Savia Rocks. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> I don't again. You can choose. <laughs> Just, all right. Hi, my name is Genevieve Vasconcelos, and I am a
0: sustainable fashion designer. And you're listening to the Us People podcast with Savia rocks i do not again
1: you can choose hi my name is genevieve vasconcelos and i am a sustainable fashion designer and you are listening to the Us people podcast with savia rocks
0: hey guys and welcome to another episode of the yes people podcast i'm your host Samuel rocks and today i'm humbled to have genevieve here with me who is a sustainable fashion designer i wanted to make sure i got that right <laughs> before we go any further <laughs> thank you so much for coming on the yes people podcast how are you
1: i'm very well thank you and you know thank you for having me
0: No, you're more than welcome. So the first question I always love to ask every single guest that comes on my show. I think it's so important to learn about my guest before we go into their profession. So could you tell us a little bit about where you grew up and your background of culture and how that influenced you to be the person who you are today?
1: Yeah, I mean you know um in terms of my kind of background um you know like sometimes it's it's if, if I have specific question you're like do you know what I mean like because got a brother <laughs> you know like i just like what exactly do you know what I mean um you know I'm, I come from you know kind of I'm, I'm in in fashion or I you know kind of that that's the thing that 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 i do and when i was growing up my gran was a seamstress you know she's like from jamaica and she kind of learned from her family and um she has what they call rock of eye, so she can literally see something and she can do it it's it's just really kind of um automatic for my nan she doesn't have to think about it you know she it comes really naturally so I didn't necessarily grow up watching my nan so because I lived in London and she didn't um, but I think just kind of being around her and kind of being around you know like material and she always had like a, a cupboard or, or a, a room and as a child I would kind of play in this room and I used to think I could do anything like do you know like the A-team do you know what I mean they get like locked in a room and they would you know get bed knobs and whatever and create something <laughs> that would you know they'd use as a weapon to get out so my nan had this room like full of stuff <laughs> and I just believed I could do anything do you know like I could kind of go into this space and and I think like as I, you know, my grandma said I've always been quite creative. Like she kind of knew I'd be doing the things that that I'm not exactly what I'm doing, but she just knew I had that kind of creative gene. Yeah. And I think that, you know, kind of having that experience when I was younger, and then as I kind of got older, um, and was kind of looking at what I wanted to do with my with my life, like I had my children, and. It was like, OK, well, what do I want to do when I move, you know, moving forward? Because, you know, as they kind of get older, I'm going to, you know, potentially want to do something different. So yeah. it, I kind of started to revisit those ideas about when I was younger and what I was doing and talking to my family and stuff and, and, and finding out from them what they, you know, what, what is it I used to do for, for you know, for ages and, and just enjoy it and time will fly fly by. And, you know, it all kind of came back to fashion Um, And that, you know, that's kind of that's what led me to to where I am. But I mean, all my life experiences, I would say, have have, have, is what's brought me to being a sustainable fashion designer as opposed to just a fashion designer. And, um, you know, part of that is like, you know, I care for a relative that has a mental health condition and kind of just being exposed to kind of the importance of things like mental health yeah. um, and, and that it's just as important as like physical health but not necessarily because you can't see it so like just these understand you know like understanding of yeah. of these the these kind of concepts as i've kind of grown up and been exposed to it and kind of seen it in different ways and you know being a mum do you know what i mean and i found out quite late in life that i had dyslexia so that kind of helped. When I was younger, I didn't understand why I was struggling or why I found it difficult. It was just literally pressure and feeling, you know, intimidated or embarrassed and, you know, just a lot of emotions around it. So uh, when I later found out that I had dyslexia and then I started to get a bit more support and have the tools to be able to kind of, you know, start to learn and, and, and independently and you know, you know, kind of all of these things, then kind of started to filter into to my kind of personal interpretation yes. of of what sustainability is. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? As opposed to it just being about material, about you know, or um, you know, the, the the circular economy. You know, like research. there was yeah. to me that it, it 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 there was an, an another kind of layer to sustainability, that kind of naturally started to filter into the work, like my way of thinking and how I connect, connect that on a larger scale, um, and then how I show it in my work. So but it it is kind of like my kind of upbringing and my way of thinking and my way of being and reaching a certain point in my life where it was, you know, I I had to kind of reflect on that. And it was like, Oh, some of these things are not helpful. And, you know and kind of ask why and then you know that's when things started to change and I, I, I kind of began a new journey um that is kind of led led me to where I am now and having this conversation
0: yeah which is excellent <laughs> <laughs> this is so cool. yeah. Yeah. Well, would you say I know you spoke about your gran being yeah. a, a big part of you know your creativity but mm-hmm. how were the rest of your family towards your you know your creativity did they support you and how did it help you move forward in what you wanted to do
1: yeah I think I I was quite fortunate in the sense that there, there was you know again it kind of comes back to my gran again in the sense that my gran you know she was given an opportunity when she was a little girl not yet a little girl she she was a big woman with kids and everything um to to study at London College of Fashion she had five oh. children and she couldn't do it do you know what I mean? She couldn't, because in that time, you know, she was a mum, she was a wife, you know, so she really regretted not having that. So she's been a great advocate in terms of me pursuing, you know, yeah. my my dreams. So, you know, I've always, you know, I, that helped to kind of strengthen me in terms of the rest of my family, you know, they, they've been they have a they they were quite supportive I did initially when I started studying kind of get what you know well you've got three kids why what you know how are you going to be able to study with three young children like it's hard work um so you know like I had a little bit of you know are you sure this is the right thing for you um so Everybody else just, you know, like, they're just doing their own things. It's just like Jen doing something else. Yeah. <laughs> just, you know, always doing something. Do you know what I mean? This is just another thing that she's doing. But, you know, when it came to the studying thing, again, because of the dyslexia, I've been trying to study pursue educate for a long time and kept hitting my head against a bit of a brick wall in a yeah. sense that I kind of got to a point and then it didn't work and then I'd try again and it didn't work and then you know so so everyone's just like okay what's she doing now do you know what I mean it wasn't but but I think the for me the change was again from from kind of all that self-discovery and and you kind of you know learning and stuff I realized that it was really important to do something that I enjoyed. Probably more important than what I was studying. It was just whatever it is, just enjoy it. Yeah. And, you know, and then once that kind of clicked, that's when I started to excel in education. So, you know, literally going from not doing well to like A's and B's, (laughs) which, yeah, and then so... You know, it was at that point. You know, my family didn't really um kind of see what I was doing. I'd say until I, I was working on a project for H and M, and then that was mm-hmm. like H and M. Do you know what I mean? That's when it kind of <laughs> caught their attention. See, you know, there was lots of you know people following my stuff, and I have had people that have just consistently been in my corner. Do you know what I mean? As to the best of their ability. Um, But, you know, it was kind of from then, you know, I think I got, you know, like more support and more criticism, to be honest. Like, oh, how are you doing that? You know, but but nevertheless, um, yeah.
0: People are always going to say something regardless of what you do or how you do it. I think the best thing to do is always try to, and I, I always say this to everyone, always try to be positive in what you're doing. I know it can be hard at the best of times. Um, because we all go through different things in our lives which challenge us but no matter what you're doing even the greats fashion designers or basketball players they've all been through the worst of the worst but they've pushed through so I always say to everyone keep pushing through no matter what happens so I think that's one of the best things ever my my next one for you is who do you see when you look in the mirror so, when you look in the mirror, what does your reflection say back to you? But how do you feel emotionally when your reflection is back back at you, is staring at you in the face? How do you feel?
1: Okay, when I see like my little frizzy bits on top, that's the first thing <laughs> I see. Okay, I, I'm not gonna lie because that they scream out at me sometimes, and I'm you know I try to make peace with it because I got locks and that's just how it is. Um, but that aside. <laughs> Um, you know, when I mean when I when I look in the mirror, what do I see? I see Genevieve. Hey, that's
0: good.
1: <laughs> I see Genevieve, that's and I, good. you know, like, and I think to say that that you know, to, I think that probably speaks volumes because, you know, like I said, I look and I might see the hair, but besides that, there would there was a time when um there could have been so many I didn't see me. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So to to kind of like kind of come that sometimes I look and I'm like oh you know I really like my hair today oh I really like this or do you know what I mean and I think it's you know like the undertones of that is I'm I'm I I I like what I see when I look in the mirror I'm happy and I'm at peace with the person that I'm seeing in front of me do you know what I mean and I've kind of and it's because I recognize I've come a long way to be that person I've come you know I've had to travel I've had to do a journey to be able to to look at my reflection and to you know see something that that I'm happy with do you know I mean I'm at peace with yeah
0: Yeah, so most definitely so my next one for you would be talk to me about what a sustainable fashion designer is first of all (coughs) and does because I know a lot of people wouldn't understand everybody knows fashion designer but not many people know what a sustainable fashion designer does. Could you break down what you do and how you do it?
1: yeah okay, and I think the the key thing here is really like how I work because yeah. there are there you know like in in the area of sustainability there are you know like different people focus on different things and yes. people have different ways of approaching it and I, I think what I've recognized you know kind of you know being in environment with um people that are kind of leading you know kind of leaders in these in these areas yeah. is that actually my way of seeing doing things is quite alternative. Do you know what I mean? It's I don't um, disagree with anything that is said and done around sustainability. Do you know what I mean? It's just that I do have my own kind of personal um, ways of seeing and ways of doing, do you know what I mean, that kind of touches on, you know, what's going on in the world of sustain- sustainability in terms of recycling or upcycling yeah. or, do you know what I mean? You know, like these yeah. areas. But, but it is really, um, for me, my um my journey to being a sustainable um, fashion designer was really kind of um it it, it began from from my lack. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. It wasn't because the world is like this. And, you know, it was from a point, you know, I was at university, you know, top university in the world for fashion. And, you know, I'm there, mum, three kids, you know, well, not working, you know, I don't really have the, the funds, you know, for fabrics or for this or for that. So, you know, dyslexia. So I'm kind of like trying to just, you know, keep myself um, balanced, do you know what I mean? In that environment. And then you know I was introduced into the concept of sustainability. So this is where I'm really understanding what it's about. Do you know what I mean? And um, it was it was a big thing that they they did. So you know once I started to understand you know how the impact in other countries and you know kind of mm. bringing in different organisations to come and talk to us about how what sustainability means to them and and how they practice what what i got from that was you know this is kind of about learning to do more with less or that's how yes. i interpreted it I so and that's how i related it to my situation do you know what I mean, it's like you know it's not about having more, it's not about having more money. it's not about having the most expensive fabric. it's not about it's like right here right now, you know where I am with not much of this, not much of that, I can still do more with that, but it's how I'm looking yeah. at it, so that's when I realized, okay, well, what do i I am abundant in creativity, do you know what I mean. I have, you know, a very unique way of thinking, do you know what I mean? And and that's when I started to actually draw out, you know, kind of my assets or, you know, like my skills or my potential to, to see and kind connect it to sustainability because, you know, if I'm taking away from myself, I'm just, you know, I'm depleted. Yeah, kind of yeah totally. Do you, do you see what I'm saying it's yeah. like it's like with the the world. Like if you're just taking from the world, you're just cutting down the trees, and you're, de- you know, you're just depleting it. So it's like, how can we? Do you know what I mean? How can we sustain it? How can we? And and for me, it began inside of me. So it's like, right, if I can do that, in me, then I let it come out. So that's kind of what you see in my work. It's yeah. me kind of understanding what it means in me and then applying that and then trying to, you know, apply it on a grander scale. So to kind of go back to your question about, you know, a sustainable fashion designer and, and, and what they do. And if I, if I miss a question, just, just you know, kind of remind me yeah. so I, I kind of come, come back on track. Um, so I always have a question when I'm working, is it sustainable? so if or how can it be more sustainable yeah. so when i start a project you know um i will go through the concept development stage like any 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 designer or any creative um and then these questions are always in my mind now as an independent designer i'm not i can't compete on the the level of you know some of the other designers that might have like the financial backing or so I have to think creatively. So it's always, okay, you know, can I be more sustainable in terms of the fabrics that I'm using? Or is it in the concept? Do you know what I mean? Is it feeding back into the community? You know, like, you know, just to, so, but the very, very start of the project it's always about sustainability in some shape or form. You know, what that comes, turns out in, in terms of the outcome can depend you know at the end but but at the beginning it's really important that the that those are the kind of questions i'm asking all the time as i go along you know through the different stage the design process stages um okay so with say my um couture collection with 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 that that's about zero waste so with these with these dresses It's, you know, whatever material I get, whether that's recycled clothes, you know, like recycled clothes or whether it's um, kind of end of line fabric or, you you know, whatever that that material that I'm using, it's to use all of it. None of it, you know, like literally every piece so there's you know like the dress that that I did for for H&M that was literally deconstructing a whole garment to make one piece of kind of yarn Um, do you know what I mean and then it becomes about constructing that no waste there and again if it's a you know fabric it's literally cutting the whole all of it that's cool so that the whole so it can be used as a whole piece um, sometimes in some of the other projects that that I've done, um, that it's you know it's it's hard. There is some waste, so what I have, what I do is I tend to keep everything. So, you know, from the waste bits of fabric, you know, to the bits that come off the overlocker, the little bits yes. of you know thread, and I keep them all. And I've started to kind of like you know put them, try to categorize, you know, like put them to, to similar colors or you know yeah. so so that. I can come back to them and you know, what, what I either put it to one side. So it's something I can come back to, or I use it to kind of create new textile pieces. Do you know what I mean? So, and then that for me, that's kind of like where my kind of research and development comes in. So I can experiment with new ways of using, you know, like scrap bits of fabric or, you know, so, so, but the, the, the idea of kind of keeping it is because they're so small, they need to kind of, you know, grow <laughs> into something that I can actually use. Um, oh, wow. So, yes, yeah, so, I mean, in terms of, you know, sustainability, you know, for me, it's about, it's a, it's an, it's a concept, it's a way of living, it's a way of thinking. Um, it's also, you know, how I use fabric and, and what I do with what's left over you
0: know waste yeah. waste yeah. fabric how I use that um yeah yeah oh that that is so cool. that's a so, that is such a cool way of breaking it down because I think people just a lot of people don't know how to recycle things mm. and they just throw it and say oh, I'll buy a new one but not knowing they could recycle that t-shirt or recycle those trousers in a way that would be amazing but that my my next question for you is Materials. Mm. What is a, How do you know something is a good material to use on a like make a pair of trousers, make a shirt? Because obviously, different materials have different feels, different textures. Textures. How do you know when a material is right for something?
1: Uh Jim. Like generally, you know. Okay, if it's like a couture, the couture collection, there is certain yeah. qualities that I am looking for. Ideally, I mean, there is flexibility if it's say like recycled clothes because part of the uh authenticity of it is you know the fabric that it is and and that in itself just brings another quality I mean and then in terms of say my other collections it's, it's generally about um like fabric shopping you do just do your research it's like what are you trying to make do you know what I mean? And then, you know, what is the quality like? Uh, my Urban Tribes collection—I mean, uh, that's like an athleisure collection, you know, mainly kind of stretch fabric. In the in the beginning, I didn't know that that's what it was going to be. But then once I knew, okay, this is this is you know the the direction that it's going in, then it was about researching you know fab, potential fabrics that will be kind of most suitable for it. So yeah.
0: How do you improve your technique so, as a designer, how do you always consistently improve your technique, and how do you know that you're improving?
1: Research so you know I've got the 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 stuff that I'm doing, and then part of a a new project will be you know kind of that concept design development stage you kind of create you know whether it's from your imagery pictures or you know just in that development you can draw textures and stuff and from that that will kind of lead into experimenting with Mm. creating you know new textures or you know combining fabrics it's 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 part of the design process you know that is a stage that you would go through um, and experiment with it and see if it works Uh, so before you commit to anything you would you know I mean is this going to work but you need to um just be looking you know like it's, it's just it comes from inspiration and Isn't if you're it? you know like if you're inspired then something you'll be drawing stuff out of that yeah. and then that's what leads you into you know the next stage of kind of experimentation and looking at maybe what fabrics you can use or sometimes it's not even about material it could be you know um creating some sort of 3d model of something that then leads into yeah you know the next stage of experimenting with how can I make that you know it, it just kind of goes back into that the creativity of well, how can I do that and just kind of being open to uh, um you know developing it experimenting with it
0: that's actually really really cool because so you have to have a certain mind to be able to create like that
1: I've realized yeah you do I I, mean, I think when when you're when you when you are that way you just Take it for granted that that's just how it is. But what I've come to realize is, yeah, it is. You know, not everyone thinks in that way. It's a gift. You know?
0: Yeah, yeah. It's definitely. I think personally, for me, it's definitely a gift. If you gave me a piece of material, I'll, I'll be looking at the material like, <laughs> <laughs> what can I do with that? <laughs> oh, what do you want me to do with this? What <laughs> yeah. oh, exactly you want me to do... <laughs> But then you would have like ten ideas. And you'll be like, well, I can do this. I can make a hat. I can make um, a band. I can. You can do something, Pull it on a pair of trousers. I can make a pocket. I can. And and that's the beauty of being a creative. I would say most definitely. Who cool. are some of the people that you admire as designers? Who pops into your mind first? Okay, for their as style? you said
1: that the first person you know the is Balmain. You know, I love, and I think it's it's because of the texture. <laughs> you know, like, you've okay. got an aesthetic, a, a bit like yeah. Chanel. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's a, in the fabric, and when I was um, kind of studying, and, you know, as I started my kind of journey, um, that's what I wanted to create. You know, like, I, I've just got this natural kind of, like, I don't know, like, there's this, this connection to texture. Do you know what I mean? I've just got a love for texture. And I think even in my logo, you know, all the swirls and stuff, yeah. it's just just there's just something about textures that you know kind of when i see that it's like oh you know i get a bit excited <laughs>
0: <laughs> just yeah uh, talk to me about cuz there's different fashion types and styles okay mm-hmm. so uh, you ha- you well actually from what i've seen you have different styles of the way you do things yeah. because of your creativity yeah. I'm not gonna say you just have one style because you definitely don't. But yeah. What would you say is your favorite style?
1: This is not a straightforward answer. I thought so. <laughs> <laughs> I thought yeah. so. Yeah. I I would say, you know, I like style. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I like things that are stylish. And it's it's been a challenge for me because when you're a designer, you're expected to fit into a certain category of yeah. So what I have had to do, kind of had to do, <laughs> and it's actually taken me a long time, is that is kind of accept that I am a creative being, and if I, I am not able to put myself into a box of being a certain way. So, it, you know, what how I've had to define that in the work that I do is you have Genevieve Couture, which is my brand, and my brand has collections. Yes. And these collections have very – they have their own identities. So as opposed to being a brand that is about this target market and da-da-da-da-da, it's like, well, I'm a creative, you know, I, I, I feel pressured if I try to think that I'm just kind of inclined you know the one way you know like yeah. I, I am kind of you know one way or do things in one way I'm a you know I'm a creative being and you know kind of seeing it in this way like urban tribes is, is more of an urban collection you know my sustainable couture that's high fashion do you know what I mean it's luxury you know so when I when when it's done like that i'm still one do you know what i mean and these are just kind of like branches of that tree and um it just means that as as i kind of grow and develop and as the brand grows and develops i have a place to put those ideas when they come you know they kind of come out you know like when 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 they you know when when these ideas kind of grow and develop and they become you know a garment that will determine where they fall, what collection they fall into. And, you know, that just allows me to continue to do what I do best. Do you know what I mean? And that's to be creative and to design and, you know, and to just then, you know, allow it to be what it what it's meant to be, as opposed to me trying to make it be something that it's not. You know, so mm. yeah.
0: Oh, that's definitely cool. I like the way you did that. I like, I, I like the fact that you didn't say one thing because sometimes as a designer or even anybody creative, that box kind of hinders us in a way. Because, because we put ourselves in that box. So when somebody or a brand is looking for somebody to work with and you've put yourself in that box where they say, they're really good at this specific thing, but we want this. So it's good that you're able to say no, Savia. i <laughs> I'm, I like everything. <laughs> everything that excites me about being creative is what I want to be in and what I want to do. And I break it down. So, what was it like the first time you ever had to show your collection to someone?
1: Uh, the first time I showed my collection, actually, yeah, because I did. A- I was. It was. I was on a course and I did the like a a white dress and you know kind of from that I also designed some extra dresses yeah. um, for it and what was it like showing that I think to to be fair I was quite blown away because I was I'm you know was literally just doing what I do do you know what I mean it's like yeah. um you know it's a lot of the stuff initially was kind of course related do you know what I mean it was to do with the core because I it, it gave me the framework and the structure to you know kind of develop and create my ideas so it was kind of in that environment in that kind of setting and um the first time you know like I had really good tutors like excellent really fortunate and they had a um oh gosh what do you call it like a um someone that comes in to assess stuff you know like this an external body that comes in ah, to have a look okay. at uh, you know so that so that was the first person that kind of looked at the stuff and they were like this work is amazing they were like you know because it was like a college course they were like this is beyond graduate level do you know what I mean? Mm. It that was the kind of feedback. And I mm. I was really taken back. You know, it was like, okay, like, wow. Okay. So so that was like the first kind of insight to yeah. there's something there. And then that body of work was done for for an exhibition. So then later the the course leader for the fashion course had asked if, you know, if I would be willing to put that into the fashion show as well that they do which is separate to what we were doing because like mine was more art-based yeah. and um and just the feet you know the feedback and not just that they were just so because my grand is such a big influence you know my, my grand's disabled and she was so blown away by you know all the mm. things that I was doing and the material that I used for that particular kind of collection was material I got from her she she had to retire because she's disabled and you know so she had this material and she was like you know take it she wanted it to start a business and it would it would have just got wasted do you know what I mean so she's like just take it so I took it and this is what I used to make these dresses um so they they just literally kind of like opened the door they were like your grand can come so my nan came out in a wheelchair having to like (laughs) bring her in you know but it was it was like wow like they're you know it was really nice stuff they were really kind of making me feel like special do you know what I mean like and um for that 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 collection I did a video I I I did extra work do you know what I mean I did extra work because it was so intense studying and especially on a final major project with a family like with you know like with the kids so I just got them all involved that was the only Mm -hmm. way I thought I could cope so I literally made extra dresses do you know what I mean and I I did a video I did a short fashion film you know i got the girls to model i got family to you know like the family was involved in you know filming and so and everything so they became part of it so when we did the fashion show they wanted the children to be part of the fashion show as well so it was like a really kind of like amazing um just experience and then after you know, after that I was I went back to university and I was able to kind of develop that collection into yeah. university, in, in in the university setting. And I remember um I felt really lost because I'd taken some time out of university and I'd I'd gone and done a course and then I'd come back mm. into my second year and we had to do a fashion show and I was just like, What am I gonna do? Like everything I, I felt like I knew to do had been in these kind of like dresses yeah. and it just didn't really fit into what was kind of required at university and I had a tutor like an amazing tutor um and she was just like Jen why don't you just do that (laughs) why why don't you just do that and then it was like okay makes sense yeah yeah yeah." so I did that for the show and that is probably the turning point for me after you know when I I did you know and like an extra dress and created a collection for that for that kind of fashion show that's when you know I the kind of the feedback or the you know the industry kind of opened up basically do you know what I mean that's when it was like I I was asked to kind of come to shows and you know for garments to be used in photo shoots and you know like that literally that 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 whole year was like you know it was overwhelming
0: (laughs) but in a good way in a good way.
1: Yeah, yeah, but I was like a bit of a fish out of water. I was like, you know, <laughs> just it was it was a new experience. It, it was a good one, do you know what I mean? I learned a lot and um, that, that experience helped me to kind of understand as a creative being working independently kind of what I need, you know, and what I don't need in terms of to be able to continue to grow and develop, you know, so, so yeah, so that was kind of like my experience of you know kind of showing the collection and 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 the you know kind of the the feedback was really positive. It was that's really a great, good.
0: that's a great experience to actually share with everyone because sometimes people feel quite stuck. And actually, that is my next question for you. To be honest with you, I know there are times where. We're doing our absolute best, and sometimes we feel like we're stuck or we feel like we're we're stagnant and have we don't have the support or the money, like you were saying, absolutely, you know. And this is something that I want to touch a little bit more on. How have you ever felt down or in a place that you feel like you can't lift yourself back up? Yeah,
1: yeah, how how do you what Um, do you
0: do to get out?
1: There's you know, at different points again, like when everything was going amazing, you know, like, and it all had all these great opportunities kind of coming my way. And I, at the time, I felt like I've got all this amazing stuff happening, and I didn't really feel I had anyone I could actually ask or get advice on how to navigate. Do you know what I mean? When loads of people are coming to you, and like, can you do this? It's like, it, it, you know, it's like, what do I do? What do I do? Do I say yes to everything? Do I, you know? And then I was, you know, also I had my mummy duties as <laughs> well yeah. to kind of like um, balance and studying, you know. So, you know, in in, ter- in terms of like how for for a long time, when I got to a point like that, I would stop, like literally. Whatever Fair I'm enough. I stop. <laughs> Just, Fair enough. You know, and I, I, I have to recenter myself. Um which is, you know, in even in that it's really it's 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 hard in the sense that when you've got great things going on and you kind of have to you you feel you need to kind of back away you you know it can feel like oh my god am I going to get another opportunity you know like is this going to be am I going to be? you know like there's all these kind of other kind of feelings and emotions you've got to deal with and I think what I learn is that you kind of have to not listen too much to the background noise. You know, you have yes. to find the peace within yourself. Like, it doesn't... People will always say, oh, this part, they, they, they're only as good as their last collection or, oh, they, they did it this time, they're not going to do it again. There's always going to be that kind of thing. And, you know, like, when I, and I... Where I really see it is in football. I'm not a big I'm not a big football fan, right? Yeah. But you've got these people, they love their football team, right? And as soon as they start losing, they're re- heavily criticising the team or the manager. And I'm thinking
2: support the team man just
1: support the team a new manager of course he's gonna (laughs) have problems you know like it's gonna take like but but you know this is where i see it and it's like you know it's it's, for me it's like you just have to kind of like just be at peace with your you know for me i've got to just be at peace with myself and not listen too much to to everything that's going. because if i can center myself then i can i'm better able to kind of reconnect with my creativity or to you know like to, to be able to creatively find a way forward and you know that might not necessarily be i'll oh, go and do this and go and do that but sometimes it for me what what that's meant is okay if you know being overwhelmed with having all these amazing opportunities and not having someone to talk to that for me that was like okay what i need to be doing is be a part of communities yeah. do you know what i mean? I need to be part. I need to, you know, have people around me that I can, I can ask these questions. Not and and more importantly, the right kind of people. There you do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so then for me, you know, now I have mentors. Do you know what I mean? I have, you know, I'm part of um, different kind of startup groups. Do you know what I mean? Accountability groups. So, do you know what I saying, It was literally, you know, you kind of have to be able to kind of like get get quiet. And yeah. then kind of retune or recenter to allow yourself to think because when you're pressured, when you're stressed, when you're you, you've got all of these emotions or feelings or it's hard to think straight. You know, and you need to be able to think straight because, you know, anything that kind of comes out of, you know, all the the chaos, it might not necessarily be the best decision. It might not really be what you really want. You it's know, actually it, really just true. Just, yeah just a reaction to how you're feeling which isn't necessarily in tune with what you want or what you need so yeah. you know so, so I've learned, to, and you know again I think for me that kind of comes back down to this idea of sustainability do you know what I mean like caring for a relative with a mental health condition you know you can be really put on the spot and it's like what do I do or how do I do this or do you know what I mean and it it can be so overwhelming and I think one of the the things that I found really really hard was not being able to act in that time of pressure do you know what I mean like in that moment you know and it's it's like what do I do I don't know what to do like how do I deal with it so for me I really wanted to be able to be in that moment and think straight it was really important to me you know and then that again that comes to you know other times in life or you know creativity when you get to a point where it's like what do I do it's kind of the same emotions in a different way it's a bit more intense when it's (laughs) you're dealing with you know a mental health crisis but um do you know what oh. I mean in, in terms of like <laughs> work related or creative related kind of stuff it, it's still the same kind of thing you know so
0: yeah Whoa, the fashion industry is such a competitive industry yeah how do you feel that you stand out as a a woman and a leader in what you do
1: I just be me just being myself think,
0: oh my gosh, that's the best answer, but it was so simple as well.
1: Yeah, uh, you know, I I realised, you know, I've always been interested in fashion. And before I just kind of, pursued that route I I I used to work for the employment service and I remember mm-hmm. a girl like two things we used to get people come in all the time you know that had studied at uni and, and they'd be coming to sign on be thinking they've just finished their degree what are they doing <laughs> I didn't really understand it you know and anyway then, then there was this girl and she was um she'd studied fashion and I was talking to her about it because I was thinking about you know kind of going back into education at the time and she was like old-fashioned it's so competitive and you know all she just all of this stuff about it and I was like oh okay I'm, I don't think I want to do that <laughs> just, oh boy just, yeah I don't <laughs> oh want to do that yeah and then um I remember later on you know there was a switch and for me and it was like because I kind of had all these, you know, you know, all this input about how competitive and difficult it is. And, and I just thought, you know what, I'm gonna do it anyway. <laughs> so literally, that was for me, that was like the turn the turning point Oh, just do it anyway. And I think, you know, kind of being in in places like London College of Fashion, where there are some crazy talented people like, do you know, what I mean? And you know, I've, I've been at Central St. Martin's for different different things and the skills it's just like off the hook I think it's just a case of you know because in, in that setting that is the competitors do you know what I mean yeah. and um I think it's just about not looking too much at what other people are doing do you know what I mean yes. it's like you kind of need to so important. You, know, you look but you you concentrate on what you're doing you know and you know what i found most um that that where i really learned that was in in when i was doing kind of my art course and we had the people on the course had a really good relationship so it wasn't that kind of competitive environment we were all there for each other and we all wanted each other to succeed and do well so in that setting when you see people doing really well it's an inspiration do you know what I mean and you want to help them move forward do you know what I mean you're looking out for like what ideas you can contribute to what you know to help them kind of move forward and our, our tutor at the time we used to do crits you know and we'd all sit down and look at each other's work and you know kind of feedback and stuff but it was a nice environment and you know so for me it's like I actually I benefited from that that type of competition as I moved to the next stage of education it was slightly different do you know what I mean Mm. but you know like university it's you know people are a bit more like um you know, a bit closed. It's not, not not so open. Do you know what I mean? Of course there are people that, that were and but but equally that that type of, you know, on that level it's a little bit different. Um so but I think having that kind of understanding from my art, the art based course, that helped me to to kind of understand just focus on you. Because I had found um in my earlier days of studying I just felt intimidating, you know, like I'd literally, you know, see people around me be- and because I, I, when I first went back into education, I went as a mature student and no real previous yeah. experience. So, you know, like to, to kind of go in and there'd been people there that had either done courses or they'd, you know, they'd come from some sort of fashion background and I didn't understand. Do you know what I mean? Like I was there and they'd be showing me stuff and I really didn't understand, you know, kind of what I needed to do and I always felt like, by the time I kind of understood, I'd already handed in my work (laughs) and got marks and was feeling quite pissed off because they were just telling me things I already knew. You could have done this better, you could have done that better. And it's like, well, actually, I knew that I kind of needed help before that stage. (laughs) So I could at least be putting my best foot forward kind of thing and be getting feedback that I could use um, to move forward, you know, so... But, but I think, you know, again, that once I realised what my issue was, I kind of made changes. And that's why in my second year of university, that's when things started to change, because I recognised that. And no one's going to say to you, you know, like I took a year out of university to, 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 to kind of um, address some of my skill, skills gaps. So what hmm. you see um, is that when I went in back in my second year, that's when the changes started. That's when I started to get feedback on the work that I'd done do you know what I mean? That's when the feedback was actually, and it's because I, I saw it and I decided to step away for a year. And um, to just did to it, develop. Did it my, actually
0: help? Did it help you stepping away with creativity? Changed,
1: that, that, yeah. When I was telling you about the fashion show um, and yeah. that I got the feedback, it was that fashion show. You know, it was okay. that, that was the feedback. So before I'd even got to university, they were telling me that my my work, was beyond university level you know it was kind of graduate level and at that point i was just doing you know a course because i I did my first year at university and that's when i got quite disheartened i took a year out and i went back to to you know do another course to address my skills gaps and then when i went back to university in my second year that's when it all changed and 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 it to the point that uh, i did the first year back at college i did that project that they asked me to be in the fashion show before I started university in September, I was in two exhibitions, you know, one at the old Truman Brewery and one at um, Hoxton Arches with that work I'd done, you know, on that course. So by the time I got to university, do you know what I mean? I'd had, you know, to start my second year, I'd done quite a lot. That's really cool.
0: That is really, really cool. The one question I would love to ask you, which I do ask a lot of people who come on the show, is: if there was a question that you wish people would ask you more often that they don't ask you at all, what would the question be and why?
1: Um, if someone was to ask me, um,
0: she's thinking, guys.
1: Yeah, I am thinking. Right, I'm. Uh, <laughs> That's a good question because I I I mean off the top of my head usually I would need to think about something like this like l- longer but well, obviously can't do that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um I th- the question it is you know kind of what's been asked I can't I can't say that there's a question that I haven't it is like what what is sustainability to me. Yeah. And I think that for me that is you know that is really important because my idea about sustainability is not necessarily the traditional way of seeing or you know seeing it and um that that is that's that question is really important to me and it's because i i am at a point in my life right now where i recognize the importance of contextualizing what that means to me to be able to do you know i mean intellectually answer that so that when I come up against or well, not so much up against but you know like when I'm on in on a platform with people kind of leaders in the area of sustainability I want you know I want you know what I'm talking about to um do you know what I mean? It it needs to make sense. Yeah, it, yeah, 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 yeah. So that it is that's sense. that's the thing because it's connected to so many different areas. Like so stay, it, it and I'm really passionate about it. You know, because it, it feeds into different areas. It's about mental health. You know, it's about it's about the environment. It's about the connection between the two. You know, so that is yeah.
0: that's the question. Yeah, that is that's wicked. I love the way you. Yeah,
1: and I think that also, you know, like. Some of the things that I, I, I want to talk about in the future, do you know what I mean? The, the, the questions that are in me that aren't quite formed and out yet that I want to oh. answer, it's all connected to that.
0: I think it's, I think it's developing. As you evolve mm-hmm. as a person, as an artist, as a creator, it will definitely show in your work. Yeah. It will definitely show. What are you most proud of that you stand for?
1: I stand for um pursuing my passion pursuing my dream you know you know following that through I that means a lot to me because there's been different points in my life where I've seen people doing stuff and like like my my brother, I remember he used to year, years ago he used to use like fruit fruit fruity loops. I think it was to make music. I think it was called. Cool. Yeah. And I used to see him sitting there doing his thing so passionately. You know, like and I used to think, you know, how does he get his opening? How does he get his opportunity? You know, like when you see young young, oh, I've got to say, young black boys doing their thing. It's yeah. like, how can you support that? Like, how do you? Do you know what I mean? If that's what they're doing, if that's what they're passionate about you know, and I think part of me was like, you know what, let me do, let me do my thing, if I can do it, maybe there's a way, do you know what I mean, it was almost like, you know, sometimes you, you know, like, as much as I would want to encourage him to do what he's doing, it's like, that has to come, it has to start here first, do you know what I mean, and then, you know, kind of filter, have, to have
0: ripple out it has to come from inside it yeah, can't just yeah. be someone said to me don't do something for money do it for love the money will come after and I said I always knew that but I know that it gets hard for us creative people sometimes because we're like we got bills to pay we're Absolutely. mummies we're daddies <laughs> you know and it and it can be hard and if you have a nine to five you're constantly yeah. using your energy on the nine to five and by the time you come home you've you already feel drained from your day at work of of taking everybody else's energy so how do you find energy to do yeah. the the one thing you love yeah. and it, and it's and it's difficult but we get there because i think it's the drive and the motivation which i'm sure you know very much about of of and it's helped you to become the person you are and also be where you are today and and that's something Really cool as well. So, my next question for you is: Could you tell me about an obstacle that you've overcome? But that ob- but having that obstacle, how has your creativity helped you to overcome that obstacle in your life?
1: Okay, so I'd say that that obstacle has got to be kind of all right. Um, being quite critical of myself um and, and the things that I do um you know but in terms of so, so that as and that, that kind of filters into different areas whether it be like kind of public speaking you know like doing presentation you know like so yeah. uh, and then also on a personal level do you know what I mean oh, I could have done that better or da, 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 you know kind of that negative self-taught so what what I kind of learned was to be more of a um reflective learner Yes. So once I started to kind of understand that, then it was more about you never really fail. Do you know what I mean? So long as you're learning something. So it's like literally, you know, kind of any kind of obstacle that I come across. It's about kind of analysing, you know, at, at, at some point what happened, what I could have done better. Why did it go wrong? Do you know what I mean? So that is so that's now you know that's something that I actively practice, um, and and that that's that's helped me you know whether it be public speaking and then you know kind of getting feedback as well you know from 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 people, as as as, as kind of been a, a bit of a guiding light at times. Do you know what I mean? Because it's been like okay, well this is what they think. I that's not what I thought, but. OK, yeah, you know, and it's it's been quite, quite helpful. So being a reflective learner um, at university, that is a big thing that they um, you have to do. So it was something that I, I kind of knew about and started practising before I got to university. But when I was in that setting, you have to do what they call um, personal and professional development. And in that, it's like, what did you do? How well did you do it? You know, that those kind of question, what could you have done yeah. differently? so you know while I was studying you know again I had a lot of kind of issues around you know kind of my dyslexia my finances being um a, you know mature student at uni with kids and kind of be having this kind of framework helped me to overcome those those kind of issues because it's like it's not just about okay what, what is the problem what could you have done better but how could you do better, like, you know, and then you have to actually think about kind of strategies to, okay, well, you know, this is how I would overcome it, or this is what I could do. And, you know, it just, when when you practice it enough, it just kind of becomes second nature. Yeah,
0: most definitely. If what, if some, if the word judgment was not in the dictionary, Mm. What do you feel you would do differently within your life? Because people are always judging us every day, like you say. You're always kind of critical about what you do and how you do it. But what would you do differently if there was no judgment in the world?
1: Probably speak my mind more <laughs> unfiltered. I think
0: you should do that now. <laughs> I <laughs> uh, well, should just
1: do that now. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 but like I, I am. But I think what it is, yeah, is I've kind of grown up, um, being someone that's very mindful of other people, how you know how they mm-hmm. feel, and and I mean, but that's that is actually part of my DNA. Do you know what I mean? It's it's it is kind of part right. of who I am. Do you know what I mean? To be if I see, um, um, if I can see that something's going to potentially hurt someone by saying it, then I'm not really going to want to say it, but I'll try to find a more diplomatic way of doing it. But, mm-hmm. um, but you know, like over the years, that's something that I've kind of learned to do. But I mean, if I could just kind of take that judgment, via, <laughs> I wouldn't filter it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> what do you do to help you? I'm going to wind it down a bit so what do you do to help you relax to get away not saying that obviously we all have our passions but sometimes our passion can be quite stressful at times what do you do to relax meditation <laughs> yeah that sounds good to me yeah meditation
1: um yeah I'm I'm big on that listening to music I've got you know music that I listen just that kind of soothes my soul <laughs> see the next
0: question see the next question is going to be even harder now you said that okay (laughs) so uh, she's like oh no so yeah (laughs) so if you had you might you might be really good and on the ball with it actually I can't really even say that so if you had to choose one song one song only that was the soundtrack of your life oceans (laughs) oh wow Wow, you're good. (laughs) See what I mean? Yeah. So it would be oceans. Yeah,
1: it's hill song oceans. Yeah.
0: Okay. I'm just going through the words in my head. It's a good song, actually. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, I was. Yeah, I mean, if you listen, like, there's um, I I don't know, there's a bit where they talk about with the girl. That's that song. The song there's you know about her journey into making that song and I think that that's what's added that that, um, added kind of impact to why you know to that song
0: you know yeah oh wow you see it wasn't hard at all I'm gonna have to make I'm gonna have to make them harder okay let me try I'm gonna (laughs) try No, no, you're really good
1: I'm gonna answer a bit slower (laughs) (laughs) they're really good questions you don't need to make it harder
0: (laughs) so if I left you on a desert island, what one president, what one activist, and what one musician would you take with you on that island? <sighs> okay. You can fling in a fashion designer. Yeah,
1: I'm just thinking. I mean, off the top of my head, I have to say Obama. I, I Yeah. Um, in terms of activists, I would say Stella McCartney. Um, okay. And then, what was the other?
0: I'll let you have a musician or a fashion designer. <sighs> hmm. So you have a choice. Yeah.
1: Musician or... It would have to be... Who would I have to... Um alive do they have to be alive no they don't <laughs> have to be alive no not at all musician do you know what I'm gonna say Bob Marley
0: yeah man mm-hmm. why would you say Bob because
1: regardless of the situation the circumstances I think you know that music can hit places
0: <laughs> just that is true
1: you know what yeah. I mean like I could probably be on a desert island and hungry and, you know, like Bob Marley would be, you know, and somehow (laughs) it would just take me away. Resonate. Yeah, (laughs) it would resonate you. would just be like... Yeah. (laughs) Obama. Stella (laughs) McCartney would be there making stuff, you know, from the trees.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so Obama would get political with you. Yeah. And he's a brilliant writer. And McCartney, Stella McCartney? Well, she'll be just, yeah, making stuff and telling you how things are. That would be a cool conversation, actually.
1: That would be quite interesting.
0: It would be. That would be quite a cool and interesting conversation to have. Wow. I have two more for you. Okay. So my second to last one is, what would you like your legacy to be? When you decide that you've had enough in the world and you just want peace or you just want to relax... How would you like people to remember you and what would you like your legacy to be?
1: I would like to be known as one of like the first sustainable fashion designers of my kind.
0: I love it. That's perfect. That's a perfect answer. Yeah. And then my final question for you is, where can we find you in all your social medias? And if anybody else would like to contact you, Just like I've been humbled to where can they find you?
1: Okay, so you can find me on Instagram uh, and my handle is at Genevieve Couture. So that's G-E-N-I-E-V-E-C-O-U-T-U-R-E. And um, that is the same on Facebook, Genevieve Couture, and the same on Twitter. And the same for for the website, www.genevievecouture.com um yeah and on linkedin <laughs> and Genevieve, <Yeah. Jennifer>
0: good <laughs> <laughs> i want to thank you so much for coming on the yes people podcast for giving us your knowledge your personality and your wisdom i've been so humbled to have you thank you so much
1: thank you it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you So, yeah, I've really, really, really
0: enjoyed it. Thank you. Well, thank you so much. And guys, thank you so much for listening to the Ask People podcast. And please remember, you can subscribe and leave us a review on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play and any other platform that you prefer listening to. Please also follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. And you can also donate to the Ask People podcast by simply going to the Savvy Rocks website or just typing in in paypal.me. Forward slash us people podcast. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Stay happy, stay positive, and as always, please continue to be kind time on my to me. Time. Time. time to let it go. Now's my time.
2: Now's my time. Time to let it go. Now is the time for me to focus. Stop all that playing, focus, focus. Stop doing it.
1: was really, really like, you know, you really are, you're excellent. Do you know what I mean? The question's excellent. It, yeah, it, you know, like, if interviews were like this, I'd, I'd do more. Do you know what I mean? It's from a real place. It's not, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? It, it's my kind of thing. <laughs>
2: Time to shine, now it's my time to shine. Time that you let go, time that you let go, now it's my time to shine. Time to let it go, now it's my time, now it's my time, time to let it go. Now it's my time, now it's my time, time to let it go. You are your own worst enemy, thinking too far what's ahead of me. One day at a time, just enjoy the ride, open those eyes, see the light, ignite that fire inside it, let it breathe breath into life, push all your fears to the side, control your mind, it's all all alright, enjoy your life, the joy is mine, commit to you, you got the tools, everything you do, you make the rules, sometimes you need.